0: I'm Emily Washkovic, Yelp small business expert. Every episode, I pick one review on Yelp and talk to the entrepreneur and the reviewer about the story and business lessons behind their interactions. Before we begin, a few notes about this episode. In addition to our usual small business story, our conversation went into the struggles that many people face around mental health issues. So if this is triggering for you, perhaps maybe consider skipping this episode but I hope you don't because we learned a lot about how being your authentic self can really help your small business. Now, let's see what's behind this week's review.
1: So I'm not really clear on how it happened. I really think I was first introduced to the owner's Instagram through either a mental health page or some sort of local event or some sort of local activity guide because I've really been trying to find a way to find a tribe out here in the Dripping Springs area specifically. And it's been really challenging because I'm surrounded by really awful food options and it's disheartening. And I usually avoid vegan places, honestly, just because the prices are through the roof and they contain nuts. I chose to be a vegetarian. No one in my family was, but I was a vegetarian turning vegan and developed a severe nut allergy. When I finally took the time to look at their website, I was first blown away at how reasonable their prices are. And also I loved how they had the nut free on everything. And I was like, oh my God, they just made eating plant-based easy. I was blown away by their cream cheese. Literally, I wanted to cry. It was that good. I also looked on their website and then followed them on Instagram and everything was so focused on the mental health awareness. And that's where I was like, okay, I can spend my money here. So I try to be conscious of where I spend. As you heard, Yelp reviewer Kate S. has a lot stacked against her when it comes to finding
0: food she can eat as both a vegan and someone with a serious nut allergy, the kind that can send you to the hospital or worse. When she found Skull & Cakebones Bakery in Dripping Springs, Texas, just outside Austin, she felt like she hit the jackpot. Let's listen to her review.
1: Vegan or not, go here. Finding good nut-free cheese substitutes is close to impossible and I'd given up until now. The veggie Sammy was delicious and I don't understand how it's dairy free. Best tasting cheese substitute I've had in my life. The herbed cream cheese is my favorite. The staff was so friendly and patient in answering my allergy related questions. The gentleman at the front had a clear list of what contained certain allergens and I felt 100% confident in ordering with him. I can't wait to go back and try out the other menu items. Also, the fact that the business supports local businesses, mental health awareness, and LGBTQ just adds to the awesomeness. New fangirl here, no picture. I was too excited to eat it. This is such
0: a great review. It's not overly long, but it packs enough detail for a reader to really get an idea of how good this bakery is. And it touches on just about everything from the quality of the food to the knowledge of the staff, which for someone living with a severe allergy can be a matter of life and death.
1: I was just so excited to first know that their employees were knowledgeable and given the tools that they needed to address nut allergies. And I've worked in the restaurant industry. I know how servers and even cooks or chefs will treat allergies, especially I feel bad for the celiac community because my sister is. And when you tell some servers that you're gluten-free, the cooks will get frustrated and just be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I've seen people not really take it seriously. And I am anaphylactic. I didn't know how to eat a healthy vegan diet. So I developed this nut allergy and my doctor wrote up this whole report and essentially said I had to live like the bubble girl and was like, don't leave the house during these hours. I have a slew of other allergies, but my food allergies, as someone who's passionate about food, that was heartbreaking. She said, you cannot go out to eat at restaurants anymore. And I was like, what? And I was obsessed with Indian and Thai food and Persian food. And I loved flavor and couldn't do that anymore. So it took me years to finally realize I wanted to have quality of life. (laughs) So I have to be careful where I dine. There are maybe two brands that I can find at a grocery store that are nut free. There are a ton of them online. It's not affordable though. So I was excited to find a place where I could get a dairy-free option that wouldn't kill me. I also have a list of things I want to try on their menu that I wouldn't normally eat. I'm not excited about like meat alternatives and I don't get excited about meat either. I kind of am in the middle there, but I am willing to try things because they make it look so palatable and It gives me something to look forward to. It's right across the street from me. I'm happy now that I have more than one or two options in my neighborhood. Owners Yas and Sasha have a lot of experience with allergies. Their
0: now 20-year-old daughter suffers from food allergies and was the impetus for Sasha creating allergen-friendly recipes that taste good. In her opinion, no one who suffers from allergies should also suffer from food that is too expensive or just doesn't taste good. Educating their staff on allergens is just as important as creating the recipes and something that Kate noticed on her first visit to Skull and Cake Bones.
2: We're a very, very small team. And because of that, when we bring anyone on, the two things that we emphasize are like customer service is the number one thing. As a business owner, we're going to make mistakes. That's just the bottom line. Neither one of us really come from a hospitality environment where, I mean, I bartended and waited tables through high school and college, but outside of that, it wasn't like we took any management roles. So if we share with our staff that like, oh, I don't know the answer to that. Let me go ask somebody or treat them with kindness because that's really the definition of veganism. Then we can all grow and be mindful of things that we need to know moving forward as we like keep incorporating our business.
3: At Skull and Cake Bones, we see a lot of people who have different allergies. So it's really, really important that whoever they're talking to, which is that front counter person, it happened to be Matt on that day. It is very important that that front facing person knows what they are selling because They can't come running to the back every time somebody asks about Mm. an allergy. So we keep a list up at the front and only occasionally do they run into some allergy that they've never heard of before. And they have to come back and ask me. But typically it's really important for that front facing person to know because the customer expects that they expect us to know what we are feeding you because if our mission is that We won't feed it to our kids. We won't feed it to you. We have to really know what it is that we're feeding you. And that goes for our staff as well.
2: And also we ain't got anaphylactic go to the hospital money. It is a huge fear of mine to make somebody sick in our establishment. Like that's the thing that will send me into a tailspin. I can handle pressure. I can handle oopsie moments. But like that for me is like, no, no, no. Let me make sure. So we
3: take allergies really seriously.
0: Yas and Sasha launched their business with a purpose behind it, to provide allergen-safe and great-tasting vegan food. But with a completely new experience, like business ownership, comes learning the ropes. Sometimes, small challenges, however silly they might seem in retrospect, are important in uncovering lessons about owning a business.
2: When we opened our doors, I didn't even think about napkins, cups for coffee, like lids for the coffee cups, I was just like, "Oh shit, we done open this, and I don't even have a napkin to give anybody." <laughs> yeah. My mom was here for our grand opening, and we had coffee and no milk. And so I made her go to HEB, which is our local grocery store. And I was like, "Just buy all the soy milk. I don't know what to do." And so, and if you knew my mom, you would know how funny this is because she is she's way bougier than me. And she came back and they had just changed the milk to those caps where you open it, it automatically opens the little foil thing. And I had no idea. And so I would open it and I was like, this one's broken. And I would like throw it away. And then I would open another one. I was like, mom, this one's open too. And I would throw it away. And then I was like, maybe it's me. Then I realized that it was me and not the milk.
0: That story makes me smile every time. And it's clear that Yas learned a serious lesson about inventory management and possibly a lesson about herself in those early days of business ownership. Yas and Sasha also learned that they should be serious about their reviews, to a point, of course. While they know the sting of a negative review, they also understand that what looks like a negative review might actually be good for your business in an unexpected way.
2: We 100% read reviews. We 100% care about reviews. Do they sting sometimes? Uh Uh-huh. They do. Sometimes are they like a virtual high five? For sure. There was one review, one Yelp review when we first opened our business that I will never forget. And it was like probably a week after we opened our doors, honestly. But we had a review from this lady who got a chicken pot pie. And The review, because she took it down and I'm so sad she took it down because it's the best one-star review ever. She said, the food was amazing, but be wary of the type of meat that they use and the quality of meat that they use. Because although the chicken pot pie was delicious, the meat was a little gray. And I was like, damn, we made it. (laughs) Because it's not chicken, but she thought it was like grade D or however you grade meat. Chicken, but we had totally fooled her on back. And I'm like, dear lady, first of all, thank you so much. I'm so glad you love this. <laughs> but you're right, quality of the meat is different. We're an all vegan establishment. So actually, what you ate is seitan which is a meat alternative. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I had no idea and then deleted it. And I was like, "Ah, I wish there was an undo button from my end, because that's the best review anyone could leave a plant-based establishment.
0: (laughs) Sometimes a critical review can be appealing or affirming for other consumers, like in this case, when they were proud to be mistaken for a meat product. And in their marketing, Skull and Cake Bones doesn't go out of their way to promote that they serve a vegan menu because they want all diners to try and enjoy their dishes and bakery items, not just those eating a vegan diet. And while getting critical reviews can be tough, Yas and Sasha have found a way to use those reviews to improve their business and at the same time, improve the morale of their team.
3: We had one recently that was so mean. (laughs) They That's obviously true. hated our guts. <laughs> it was like the opposite of a love letter.
0: What did they say? Like they basically remember. just hated everything about they you. They just kind of went through. Hated
3: it. everything, and we told every member of our staff. And because the literal only thing that we could do about it was laugh, because otherwise you just cry. Because you think, why would somebody do that to a small business? Why would you hate on us so bad? During a pandemic. During a pandemic. Like, let it go or call us or email us personally, but don't leave such a mean review. But oh my God, we laughed and laughed and laughed because it was just like, zinger after zinger after zinger about how much they hated us i
2: know i wish i could read it in the voice and i did to our staff i read it in the voice that i imagined that she felt while she wrote it because it was like she was saying things like tasteless for like the it had so it was our lemon pound cake oh
3: tasteless which is like the zestiest the most lemon, <laughs> lemon pound cake you've ever had in your life. I mean, it's like so lemon.
2: It's like those gustrous commercials. And she was
3: like, this flavorless lemon pound cake, this tasteless blah blah And then
2: it went into talking about our chocolate croissant, and she called them inedible bricks of dough.
3: Inedible bricks of dough.
2: At the end of the day, they have a right to their feelings. Yeah, We're not for everybody and they might not know that we're plant-based. So it's going to be different. And also
3: we're like, we go out and there've been times when I'm like, oh man, I would definitely leave this place a bad review if I was that kind of person, but I'm not that kind of person. It takes a lot of emotion to put a review on Yelp. You feel this need to be heard, to say whatever it is that you want to say. And we try to focus on the positive reviews and learn from the negative reviews. Yeah. So if there's things about the negative reviews that we can change or implement or work on, we definitely, definitely do. But the ones that really have the most impact on us are the positive ones, obviously, just because they're the ones that make us confident in what we're doing and why we're doing it. And it makes all those hours of work worth it.
2: Yeah. And also it's nice to give our staff, like read those positive reviews and let them know that they're like, we do our best to praise them and to treat them like family. Because we understand that we are a team and it's not just ours, but everyone's the success is everyone's. And so we make it a point to read them out loud and say, hey, look, it went noticed and way to go. Like you crushed it. And then sometimes you read the bad ones too. But like she said, you have to take the emotion out of it and just look at it as could we have done better? Yeah, probably actually. She might not be wrong about that. But that lemon pound cake
3: is full (laughs) of flavor. I'll tell you that much.
0: You may have noticed the rapport between Yas and Sasha. In addition to being partners in their business, they're also partners in life. It can be tricky to mix the personal and professional because you can't really leave work at work and home at home in this situation. I asked the co-owners of Skull and Cake Bones if they have any advice for other partners in life and in business.
3: Number one,
2: don't do it. And I'll explain that. Just don't do it. I'll explain that. Part (laughs) of that is because... It is really hard to separate business from personal when you're at home. Yeah. Like she's the food person, right? I'm a great taste tester, but her brain thinks in recipes. So when we go out to eat, she's sticking her finger in I'm Debbie Downer. I'm like, look at it the way
3: it is. I could do this better. And I'm like, I just
2: want to enjoy someone serving me. Can we just not talk about how we can and cake bones this? But
3: she's the brains of the operation. So there's nights where she's up till 11 o'clock, tickety ticking away on her computer, working on whatever it is. That's true. And Yas handles all of our social media. So she's the one that's behind all of that. So... She works a lot on all of that stuff all of the time, just like I'm constantly in recipe mode all of the time. And I think early on, we tried to make separation if we could, and it didn't work. So now we're just
0: just a mess. We're going to take a quick break. Are you a small business owner? Did you know that Visa's online small business hub has tools, discounts, and resources to help you run your business? So whether you're a business beginner or an entrepreneurial expert, find the solutions, tools, and tips you need to help take your business to the next level. Plus, if you have a Visa business credit or debit card, you can get access to cardholder benefits like Visa Savings Edge, a savings program which can help you save on everyday business expenses like office essentials, travel, and more. When you enroll your Visa business card in Visa Savings Edge, you'll have access to valuable offers, which can help turn qualifying business purchases made with your enrolled Visa business card into savings for your business. Learn more at visa.com slash small business hub. Once again, that's visa.com slash small business hub. Visa, a network working for everyone. Kate found Skull and cake bones by following their Instagram page, proving once again that your social media presence is crucial to building both a brand reputation and a customer base. Keeping up with current social media trends and algorithms is difficult, but it shouldn't stop a small business owner from trying. Yas makes it work by tapping into the things she loves about social media and making up the rest as she goes. I mean, it's really, really hard. Social media,
2: there's so many things about it. And this whole TikTok thing, don't even get me started. God, I felt so old doing that TikTok Yelp thing that we did for Pride. I was like, you can't even see our faces. I couldn't figure out how to make it turn on. I'm like forcing our employees to follow us on TikTok just so that it doesn't say zero followers. But my background actually is in advertising and design. So for me, that part of it is very fun. The branding element of it is really fun. And I have a general idea of what, I want visually to people to perceive us as. But outside of that, I've learned that social media, yes, it, it is advertising, but it is the behind the scenes aspect of advertising, I think. And the more honest and the more real I've been with it and sharing my voice through social media, the better the response has been. It's been awesome to watch Sasha through the mental health stuff, allow me to use her voice because that for her was a big, big issue and being able to tell her story because of the stigma and fear attached to it. So now I'm just like balls to the wall. Go for it. Could I be better
0: at it? Sure. That authenticity is exactly what attracted Kate to Skull and Cake Bones. And it's something other small businesses can implement into their social media plans too
1: authenticity is number one for me. That's the foundation of my existence. And that's where all of my mental health issues stem from too. Seeing them take pride, being loud and advocating for... I don't even know that everything they support is something that the owners are struggling with. That seems relevant. I don't see it being a lot about the personalities behind the business, which also I think is huge. It's more about the mission and the statement and the advocacy to support others. So it's not about them, which I think is huge. So it's just cool and heartwarming to see them be able to cover all the facets, whether it's a team-built thing or just the two owners, it's, they're doing it well. Everything at Skull and
0: Cake Bones is done with one thought, that veganism is built on kindness. And to that end, Yas and Sasha have created what they hope is a safe space for everyone.
3: Our brick and mortar is a little gem hidden in the hill country. I think when you come upon it, it's this huge white building. But as you pull into the parking lot, there's this beautiful mural painted on the side of the building with fruits and veggies. And there's a chocolate bar and our little lightning bolt is hidden in there. It was done by one of Yas's former students. And when you walk inside, it's filled with All of these recipes that we have, Yoss always says we started out with wholesale, which is true, but the retail sort of reflects everything else that we were capable of doing. So right away you walk in and there's our pastry case and our market is open to the right and the big window that you can see through so you can see the kitchen where everything happens. We really want it to be an inviting space so it feels like a home away from home to everyone besides just us.
1: When you walk in, right. in the face with like mental health advocacy or gay rights or any of these other things that they support. And for me as a Californian living in Texas, although I've been here for six years and I was raised by a Texan, I'm not in Austin proper. I don't live downtown. I'm not in the weirdness. I'm out here. So it feels like going to a friend's house. When you walk in, you have that sense of relief of there being a safe space, even just online, like even just over the internet. So I think that their use of Instagram is really powerful because they're able to send a message on their platform, which they have full control over, or at least enough control to spread that word. So it really made me feel firstly, like I wanted to support them. And also like I had a safe space.
0: Incorporating your personal experiences and beliefs into your small business can be risky. It's important to be true to who you are and what your business stands for. But that can sometimes be detrimental to your bottom line if the community doesn't share those same beliefs. Sasha has personally struggled with depression and mental health issues. That seems like an incredibly personal thing to share with anyone outside your inner circle of friends and family, much less to make it a part of your business. But Yas and Sasha have found that rather than alienating them from the community, it helped integrate them.
3: For me, it's really important to raise awareness for mental health concerns as someone who has suffered lifelong with mental health concerns myself. I believe that in telling my story, it's paving the way for other people to tell their stories. So we connected with National Alliance on Mental Illness, NAMI, Central Texas, and Val in California. And we decided to do a depressed cake shop pop-up in 2018. And that was our first real experience with really opening up ourselves to letting people know a little bit of more behind the scenes and what was going on so we are selling baked goods that are themed to the depressed cake shop so they're gray on the outside and they have colors in the middle and at the same time I'm starting to tell my story of mental health and how I've suffered and how I've overcome the suffering Um, Or Just how you continue. Yeah. I mean, the struggle is real and the stigma is real. And I want to be a part of the change in the stigma of mental health. I want Skull and Cake Bones to be a platform where people are surprised by the fact that they can walk into a bakery and talk about how they're feeling. That's become something that's really important to us as people who are both, I live with it in my own diagnosis. Yas lives with it as partner of someone with a diagnosis. So it affects both of us and we're aware of how much of our community is also affected.
2: And also as a result of the pandemic, a lot of people Mm -hmm. who maybe didn't think that they had any mental health struggles or had ever, the word isn't vocalized, but you know, had to deal with it head on, realize that a result of a circumstance really triggered that for them. I mean, myself included. I was like, oh God, I have anxiety. And it's important for people to know because there is so much shame attached to mental health issues or there's so many generations above us that don't really understand it, that it's important to let people know, A, you're not alone. B, it's okay to not be okay. And you don't always have to put that smile on your face. That's not going to make it always better. But if you need a safe space, we are here for you. And that right there, like we're a safe space, we're there for you, is the reason why we do use our business as a platform for all the things. I mean, the LGBTQ is because it's relevant to us. It's something that I personally have struggled with, not struggled with, that's not the right word, but like it's always been whether I came out or before I came out, I always knew that that existed, right? Maybe I didn't have a name for it. There is always that fear when you're LGBTQ plus that you're less than or you're different or you're not normal or whatever the circumstances, or maybe you can't be your true self. And part of why... That activism component is so important where we are, not that it wouldn't exist if we were in any other city, but part of why is because when we first moved into where we are now, which is just west of Austin, I was scared to put anything rainbow on the door because I didn't know who our community was. And from the outside looking in, it's a little scary as LGBTQ plus person. But as we've been more open about it, we've learned that actually everyone is really loving And there are many more people that are a part of our community than we thought. And so why not be proud and open and out about it? As far as I know, we're the only openly LGBTQ plus food establishment in the whole city. I don't know if others exist, but if they do, they're not as open and loud about it as we are. To go back to the whole vegan thing, it's like the definition of veganism is kindness, right? It's mindfulness and kindness. So to me, logically, it doesn't make sense to be a vegan establishment and put the emotional attachment that we have to sentient beings in general and not put that on humans as well.
3: Community is really strong out here. I mean, it really, community is at the heart of what we do and it always has been. And I think that through doing the Depressed Cake Shop and raising awareness for mental health really did create that safe space where people, they just kind of show up to have lunch. And before you know it, you've had a 30-minute conversation with them and everybody feels better. It's just, we want to be that space. And I think by just being honestly who we are, we've created that space. And the community has kind of um, rallied behind us. It feels really good where we are.
0: This episode featured a conversation with Yas and Sasha, owners of Skull and Cake Bones, and Kate S., a Yelp reviewer living in Texas. Special thanks to Holly Anchi, who helped write this episode. To learn more about the story, check out the blog post. And don't forget to subscribe so you get an alert each Thursday when a new episode comes out. To claim your own Yelp business page and start engaging with consumers, visit business.yelp.com. Our theme song is performed by Ali Schwartz, and produced by Robbie G. of Messerol Sound. The show was produced and edited by Entrepreneur Media.